sunshine in my eyes. I wake up, patting the bed, looking for Zeddy. No Zeddy. I get out of the bed, go to the bathroom. No Zeddy. I walk into the living room. No Zeddy. We're in a suite in a hotel in Miami, celebrating LeBron James being in the finals with the Miami Heat against the San Antonio Spurs. Zeddy loves LeBron James. I check the door. The boat lock is off. The chain is off. I unlock the door. I go around the hall. I am screaming for Zeddy. I am running. I am instantly perspiring as if I've been doused by a tsunami. Parenting Up, Caregiving Adventures with Comedian Jay Smiles is the intense journey of unexpectedly being fully responsible for the well-being of my mama. For almost a decade, I've been chipping away at the unknown, advocating for her, and pushing Alzheimer's awareness on anyone and anything with a heartbeat. Spoiler alert, I started comedy because this stuff is so heavy. Be ready for the jokes. Caregiver newbies, OGs, village members trying to just prop up a caregiver, you are in the right place. Hi, this is... Zeddy, I hope you enjoy my daughter's podcast. Is that okay? Hey, Parenting Up family. I'm back. Welcome to season two. My holiday hiatus is over. That is by far the toughest period of the year for me. As a caregiver, I need tons of self-care during that time. I'm refueled and ready to go. Today's episode. Ah! Zeddy escaped! Y'all, I can still taste the instant aluminum in my mouth. The panic was chewable. That's the best way I know how to put it. I could chew the panic in my mouth. So I'm out of state. There are no relatives there. My mom's physicians aren't there. What the hell am I supposed to do? I go to the stairwell. I'm screaming her name. Only an echo of my own voice coming back to me. I get on the elevator. I ride it up and down. It's a boutique hotel. When I travel with Zeddy, I try not to do the big, massive, grand hotels. I try to do small, boutique, five-star hotels so that they will give me supreme customer service and they won't have too many guests. That's the goal, to keep it. Tight and right. There may be nine floors to this property. The floors are in the shape of a C in only 10 or 12 rooms. So it doesn't take me long. And imagine with adrenaline flowing, I'm doing some Flojo Usain Bolt. I got all the, <laughs> I got all the gold medals. <laughs> Just call me lightning strike. And then waiting on the elevator is taking too long. So I hit the steps. I'm in the stairwell getting to each floor and running. I'm asking housekeeping. Hey, have you seen a lady that kind of looks like me, but she has way more booty and way more hips? I'm describing what she has on, but she's a little bit shorter. Okay, now. (laughs) They are no hablo inglese. Okay, this is Miami. And we're downtown. We're literally a quarter of a mile from the basketball arena. I'm in a panic, so the little bit of Spanish I could normally squeeze out of a turnip (laughs) is not working right now because 
can't find my mama. <sighs> so I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. And I keep running. And I finally make it down to the lobby. Now, another thing is this boutique hotel used to be a large corporate building. The lobby is in the middle of the hotel. So maybe the lobby is on the fourth floor. So I stop there and I'm describing to the front desk what my mom looks like. I say she's missing. I say she has Alzheimer's. I say what she has on. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready for this. I will tell you right now. If you're driving in your car, you might want to pull over. If you're drinking coffee, you might want to put it down. Okay? If you're taking a shower, turn the water off. Because you're going to drown yourself when I tell you this. At a five-star hotel <laughs> in an international city like Miami, the head manager <laughs> at reception told me, Oh, yes, ma'am. She was here. I'm sorry. She was here? Yes. She was here, and she left this note. Ah! Yeah. Who? What do you mean she left a note? Okay. I just want to pause for a second. So, Anybody who's working in the hotel industry, guest services in any way, if you see a person... In their pajamas, slippers, and a bonnet, and they're asking you anything other than where is my hotel room, <laughs> they have some form of cognitive decline. So you just stop right there and you sit them down and you try to figure out what the hell is going on. Y'all, the manager says, Oh, yes, she asked me if her FedEx package was here. Y'all, Zeddy did not have on a bra. Now, mind you, okay, I ain't going to have my mama out there looking raggedy. So she did have on some cute pajamas. They were more like loungewear, okay? Loungewear from Soma. Shout out to Soma. They are the intimate apparel arm of Chico's. So Zeddy wasn't in a Winnie the Pooh onesie, but it was clearly not outside clothes. And she did not have on a bra. And she had on hotel slippers. And excuse me, once again, did you hear me say she had on a bonnet, a black bonnet with elastic? Not a you can go outside or inside head wrap. Not a head wrap, a bonnet, a sleeping cap with all her jewelry on. Now, her nails were freshly done. She still had all her jewelry on, wedding band, everything. Frosted. Diamond encrusted neckwear and everything. The guy starts explaining to me how sorry he is that her package isn't here yet and that he is <laughs> on alert because Zeddy told him, My name is Yvette Smiley Smith. And then he showed me the note. And Zeddy wrote the note My name is Yvette Smiley Smith. I'm a CPA. I am waiting for. A Federal Express package with tax data re colon, I'm sorry, re, yeah, re colon Marion David Smiley. Now, that's my grandfather who had been deceased by that time at least six years. <laughs> the man still had the note. 
And he's trying to apologize to me. I'm like, sir, what part of you've been duped, you've been had, you need to give yourself a break and maybe go home for the day because a lady with Alzheimer's just played you like a fool. (laughs) So where is she now, sir? He said, well, she described to me the conference she was here for. I showed her to the inner elevator that sends you to the conference rooms. What? (sighs) Mm, mm, mm. I said, sir, if you see her again, she's escaped. She has dementia. She's retired. I'm her daughter. There's no conference. Is there a conference scheduled on your books? He said, no, ma'am, it's not. But ma'am, she, I said, sir, don't, please don't tell me not one more damn time. (laughs) What she told you standing here in a black bonnet and no bra and your hotel slippers. And she said she was about to go to a conference dressed like that. Okay. But a minute of pause, y'all. I told y'all my mother, (laughs) as a healthy woman, she was brilliant on the stand. She was Jordan in June in the fourth quarter, down by two with the ball in his hands. You know what I mean? At the top of the key. You wanted Zeddy on the stand. That's how hard Zeddy talked that she shook this man <laughs> that much. He takes me to the elevator that he, where he led Zeddy. I go down. I get to the conference area. <sighs> there are no lights on down there. There is a cleaning crew and a security guard there's no conference of any kind not of janitors not of jump ropers not of jet pilots I go down and I talk to everybody hey have you seen a lady kind of looks like me black bonnet I go through the whole shebang yeah you just missed her Woo! where's Waldo and y'all didn't stop her either what the hell Can nobody look at an adult and say, hey, I don't, I don't think, I don't think what they're saying quite matches the reality that I see. There were four people down there. Two of them told me, yes, yes, I saw your mother. She's looking for her conference. We told her that the morning session ended And there's no more conference until tomorrow. She was very disappointed. Disappointed? I'm disappointed in you. (laughs) What? What? Next time, I'm just staying at Motel 8. At least they leave the light on for you. Hell, y'all ain't got no light on down here. And ain't no light on between your ears. What in the cutter for the scudder? Oh. I get back on the elevator. I go back to the lobby and I say, have you seen her? Did she come back? No. They're like, ma'am, she must be here. Let's, I'm going to alert security. Yes, please alert security. I'm thinking, Mr. Dumas, have you not alerted security while I was gone? Whoa. I t- okay. All right. We're going to start over. So. Um, hmm, one plus one equals you're fired. 
And yeah, and uh, can you alert your security team that there is a missing senior who is suffering from Alzheimer's, running intelligent circles around everybody on your staff? Can you say that for me? I write down on a sheet what Zeddy has on, what her name is, a description. I give that to him. He's putting in the call to his security, you know, on the walkie-talkie. I then say, I'm going to tackle all of the floors again on foot running through the steps. After that, I say, she's not in this building. He says, ma'am, she must be in the building because the way our elevators are situated, it's too difficult to know which elevator to get on, where you have to get on the elevator and get off to actually get to the street. I said, ah, mm, mm, mm. you don't know my mother, sir. She just convinced you that she was going to a conference in your hotel. Of course, she can figure out how to get to the street. She's just going to ask someone and they're going to tell her because she's charismatic. She's charming. She's very convincing and she's sweet. If the lobby's on the fourth floor, you have to go to the second floor to get the escalator that will take you down to the motor lobby, which is what leads you to the street level and out of doors. I knew in my heart, I was like, my mama's not in this building, period. I feel it in my soul. Now, everything that I'm describing to you all, it has probably been all of 37 minutes. Because when I tell y'all I was lightning strike through there, and I was talking very fast to everyone, because my mama's missing. She has escaped. She has run away. I have lost her. I had one assignment. Get my mama to the LeBron James game, period. And I have lost her in my sleep. I can't get in trouble with nobody because <laughs> I'm the boss. But I tell you what, I don't even want to be in trouble with me because I, <laughs> I raised hell about Zeddy. I knew it. They were like, ma'am, just calm down, please. I get down to the motor lobby. I describe Zeddy to one of the valets. First guy, nope, haven't seen her. Second guy, nope, haven't seen her. Third guy, yeah, yep, you just missed her. She was down here. She's going to a conference. What? Is this a sitcom? Is this SNL? What, what is going on? What comedy skit do I not know that's happening? What in the hell? He said, yeah, 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 yeah. She had on like like a little black lounge suit with polka dots. I was like, sir, those are pajamas. It's not a lounge suit. Which leads me back to if you're in Miami, <laughs> I guess y'all need to up your pajama game because obviously Zeddy's pajamas are outdoor loungewear. <laughs> I said, well, which way did she go? Now, the motor lodge and valet was on the back side of the hotel, which is proper for a boutique hotel. They don't have you entering and loading vehicles on the main strip. That would be dangerous. It's unsightly. They said, well, ma'am, we don't know which direction she went because, you know, we're back here on the back of the hotel. We just pointed her to 
the main boulevard. I said, stop. That's, that's enough. She, okay. I said, okay. Okay. I ran to the corner. I looked left and I looked right. I didn't see her. I go back upstairs to the front desk and I say, my mother is officially missing. A person on your ballet staff saw her, gave her directions on how to leave the premises. So she's walking. And believe it or not, parenting up family, Zeddy has very short legs and they thick. <laughs> you blink and she is out of sight walking. Do you hear me? It's the most amazing thing. We have teased about it for 30 years. Like her legs do not appear to be moving that quickly. But you blink and that heifer has turned the corner. You're like, whoa, which way does Zeddy go? It's a miracle. It's like a sleight of hands. With Zeddy, it's a sleight of legs. It's a sleight of foot. Maybe it's her pinky toe. Maybe. Maybe it's the way her pinky toe hits that sidewalk. I went up there and I said, sir, listen, I, I don't want to hear any more. Man, I don't want to hear anything about anything. My mother is missing. She is not in this building. We need to get the police involved right now. So they take me to the security manager's office. They are looking at the closed caption TV circuit stuff, trying to determine which exit Zeddy used to maybe figure out what direction she's walking in. I'm officially preparing a police report for my mother. And I hear them on the walkie-talkie thingy talking to the Miami Police Department, putting out a bolo on Zeddio. Parenting up, family, are you with me right now? It's Sunday morning. We're in Miami. You know what I mean? The sun's coming up. I'm waking up thinking we're just going to order a, a, a couple of eggs, some toast, and get ready for the game. No, that is not at all the way this day about to go. Oh, let me also tell you this. To that point, Zeddy had never left anywhere or anything without me. Nothing. She hadn't walked away from me in the mall, a hair salon, the doctor's office, the house. Nothing ever. Period. There was no indication that she would ever wander. And I don't wonder if she wander. Baby girl did a slick sneak away. She made no noise. A few things that heightened my fear. She didn't have any ID on her. I did not know how long she had been gone. Yeah, the staff at the hotel said, we saw her 30 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, 20 minutes ago. But parenting up family, I'm going to admit, I did not trust those mother suckers. You know what I mean? If you were in a state of mind to let <laughs> Zeddy get by you, I don't know if you know what time it was. She had on her favorite day jewelry. Things that my dad purchased for her. Shiny diamonds on the neck, on the ears, 
on the wrist, on the fingers. Like, whoa, will someone take advantage of her for the jewelry? She doesn't have a cell phone. She doesn't have a Medi alert panic button. By the way, those don't really work for dementia patients because they don't know when to push something. If you're demented, you don't know, hey, I'm in trouble. Because get this, Zeddy was very comfortably in control and looking for her conference. She was calm. I, on the other hand, was in a full-out, free-fall panic. Somewhere between 30 minutes and three years passed with me sitting in the hotel security manager's office. He gets a call and he says, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, yes, yes, that does fit the description. That does fit the description. Did she answer to Yvette? Yes, yes, he hung up. Ma'am, we found your mother. Where? Down the street. I started leaving the room, screaming, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because the entire time they're asking me questions, I'm saying prayers. I'm praying to saints. I'm mostly talking to Zeddy. I ain't going to lie. She ain't dead and she ain't a saint. Now, I don't know if she'll ever be a saint. I don't even know how that works. (laughs) I'm Catholic and, you know, I don't think Zeddy can be a saint. But whatever. I'm talking to my mama. Zeddy, I'm looking for you. I love you wherever you are. Just don't do nothing. That's what I'm saying. And I'm praying. I'm praying to God. I'm praying to everybody I can think of that I like. Muhammad, Abraham, Buddha, everybody. My daddy, my granddaddy, my grandma. I'm like, listen, y'all got to help me with this. I'm not going to do good with this. I need to find her real close to the way she was last time I saw her. You know what I'm saying? Like she could have like a broken fingernail or something. And I don't give a shit if all the jewelry is gone. Like literally every piece. But her body needs to be the same. He says, ma'am, she's down the street. Hold on. We'll drive you. So we're talking as we're walking down the hallway to get on the elevator. And I said, well, how far is it? And they're like, you know, eight blocks or something. We'll drive you. I said, what's the address? We're getting off the elevator, you know, and they're walking, but not fast enough for me. The hotel security is walking me down and they say, we'll drive you or the police can drive you. The police are coming to meet you. I said, what's the address? They gave me the address to the building. Y'all, I had on flip flops, which was the first thing I could find by the bed when I initially started The treasure hunt for Zeddy. I got out that door to that sidewalk. I saw that police car. The policeman was getting out of the squad car saying, ma'am, we have a few questions for you first. I kicked them flip-flops off. I did a quick look around to try to understand the direction of the numbers. I'm an engineer. I went to Howard. I know which way numbers go. (laughs) I said, sir, which, which direction? And he pointed. I started running. Do you hear me? I was chariots of fire, Usain Bolt. I have never run that fast. I don't know how fast I was running, but I have never run that fast. I was crying so hard. I could feel 
the snot from my nose connecting down to the slob coming out my mouth, all with the wind coming down my chin. It was a mess. I was making a snot slurpee in my mouth. I know it's gross, but I need y'all to be there with me. It's still the morning. It's not even noon. Zeddy took me through all this, y'all. It, it ain't even time for breakfast to be over. I get to the building. I run up the steps. Now, it's Sunday, so everything downtown is closed. Downtown Miami is shut down. As soon as I start running up the steps, the security guard in that building opens the door, and Zeddy walks out. And I run to her, and I embrace her, and I'm doing a circle. I said, it's a little too big. You know, I would have done the, in the romantic movies where the guy picks up the girl, and he spins her around, and her legs are in the air. Well, I couldn't put Zeddy's legs in the air. She's, she's heavier than I am. But I was spinning her in that way. Y'all, guess what she said? Now, I'm crying. She's not crying. She's just smiling. She's patting my back, and she says, don't cry, J.G. Mama was going to find you. I was going to find you, baby. Mama's going to always find you. I'm about to. Mm. I can still see what I had on, what she had on, and that security guard's face right now. Whew. I'm not going to take a pause. I'm going to keep going through this because I need the moment to come out during this episode. At this point, my mother doesn't have the slippers on anymore. She's barefoot. She still has the bonnet on. She is sweating. She's sunburned. Her cheeks, her nose, beet red. And burned, not just hot, like burned. She has all her jewelry on. Her clothes do not look tampered with. Y'all, she has papers. Zeddy has business cards and papers. A smoothie store, a yoga fitness studio, and an eyeglass shop. (laughs) Zeddy has walked into these three businesses had some level of communication, and got some paperwork. <laughs> I was like, whew, whew. nobody didn't keep you. Nobody didn't stop to say, hey, you just sit down right here. We're going to call the police. Nothing. Whatever. Whatever. I'm just saying this is why I do this podcast, to create awareness around what Alzheimer's looks like, what dementia looks like, so that when you see it, Make a non-emergency call to the police, to the city, to someone. I'm talking to the security guard. It's an African-American lady. I detect a little bit of a Louisiana drawl. My grandmother, Zeddy's mama, is from NOLA, New Orleans. I said, where are you from? She said, Louisiana. I said, well, how long have you lived here? She said, well, I'm, I'm a transplant from Katrina. I said, wow. I said, what made you call the police? She said, well, she came up to the door of the building 
and wait, parenting up family, I want to tell you, this was a very large corporate high rise. There were a series of maybe 20 steps that you had to traverse from the main sidewalk to get to the door. So Zeddy had to make a decision to choose this building. It wasn't easy. So the security guard said, well, when she came up to the door and she was knocking on it, she said, and we're closed. We are closed to the public completely all weekend. I'm only here because it's the NBA finals and we're just here to make sure that there's no vandalism with all of the tourists. I said, I understand. That's why we're in town. She said, but I looked at her and it just didn't seem right. She seemed like something. I'm about to cry. She seemed like somebody's mama. She said, you know what I mean? She said, when I looked at her, she didn't have on any shoes. She had on a bonnet, but she looked well kept. She looked like somebody loved her and somebody was probably looking for her. She had on nice jewelry. Her nails were done. And when she knocked on, was pulled on the door, I just, I wasn't supposed to, but I would not answer the door. And I said, can I help you, ma'am? And she said, yeah. And she said, she just kind of fumbled with her words. She asked about the bathroom or asked about a conference. And I, I just told her to, to come in. And she didn't want to come in, but I made her come in. And I just locked the door once she came in. And then I called the police. And she said, she wasn't leaving here until the police came. I don't care what she did. I hugged that lady so hard. I said, thank you. That is my mama. And somebody was looking for her. And she is well kept and she is loved. And she said, because I hope if my mama was walking the street, that somebody would call for some help. I said, yes, ma'am. I asked her how long was she going to be on shift. She told me. I got Zeddy. She was too soiled to ride back in the police car. I put my shoes on Zeddy's feet. I was barefoot, and we walked back to the hotel, hand in hand. I get her settled. We shower. We shower much like we did season one, episode one. Some version of the Tango Waltz. <laughs> Zeddy and JG, that's her nickname for me. Zeddy and JG in the shower making it happen. She is very disoriented. She's exhausted. She's dehydrated. I order her some lunch. I get her into bed. She is out, snoring, calling all the cows, pigeons. I mean, it's like Noah's art. She's calling them two by two. When we went to sleep, I was exhausted too. I was emotionally exhausted. She was physically exhausted. I handcuffed her to me with the sash of the hotel robe. I tied the best homemade Girl Scout, Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. Mary had a little lamb knot, and I wasn't going nowhere. I turned the television on just to see the pregame. Because the NBA Finals game was that night. So I have the sound down. I'm just watching. Your girl turns over, wakes up, JG. There he is. There's my guy. Zeddy is pointing at the TV when LeBron is talking. 
I said, yeah, that's right. That's LeBron. She said, isn't the game tonight? We're supposed to be going to the game, aren't we? <laughs> Girl, what? You sh- she said, I said, Mom, you want to go to the game? Yeah, shoot, yeah. Shoot, yeah, I want to go to the game. That's my guy. She starts getting out the bed. She doesn't remember any of it. That baby has had her shower, her good breakfast, lunch, a good four or five hour nap. I'm the only one with my panties in the wad <laughs> and my heart still in my ankles. Zeddy ready to go. I told the driver, we have one stop to make before the arena. I gave that security guard that called the police when she saw my mama, all the cash I had except for $20, just enough for me to be able to tip people at the airport the next day. The snuggle up, number one, hotel industry. I need you to do better. You have got to be more aware and better prepared for Alzheimer's, dementia, sufferers to be guests. I'm not asking you to diagnose them, but I am asking if a person dressed like Zeddy comes to the reception and the valet, that someone's able to say, ah, doesn't quite look right, and just sit her down and wait. Somebody. Zeddy got past like seven people at a five-star hotel. Unacceptable. Number two, caregivers. If you're spending the night in a hotel with your loved one, consider purchasing a locking device that allows you to lock them inside. Something on the inside of the room that you have control over that has nothing to do with the hotel's locking system. There are quite a few things that you can purchase as an additional security measure. They're small, they'll get through airport security, they can fit in laptop bag or briefcase. Just think about it. Number three, caregivers. Meet the moment. Don't let the negative linger. Betty and I did go to the NBA game that night. Sure, I was frazzled, uncertain initially. But Zeddy was energetic. She wanted to go. And that is why we were in Miami. I didn't want to let the negative past control us or let fear control us. I was awake and alert. She wasn't going to run away from me at the arena. I wasn't going to lose her. So why not enjoy it? Zeddy cheered and high-fived and chatted with people around us. It's doubtful that the people in the arena had any idea that this lady had Alzheimer's. Amazing. And LeBron won. Number four, the parenting of weekly interactive video cast on Get Vocal is now at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday. Details in the show notes. Can't wait to see you. That's it for now. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe for continuous caregiving tips, tricks, trends, and truth. Pretty, pretty please with sugar on top. Share and review it too. I'm a comedian. Alzheimer's is heavy, but we ain't gotta be. <laughs>